Hi, I'm Jennifer Ackerman Haywood, and you're listening to the Craft Sanity Podcast. This show is all about art, craft, and creativity, and I produce it weekly in the hope that it will help all of us live long and crafty lives. It may just be a matter of time before you pass a car on the highway with a stockinette stitch and tenda cozy, spot a street sign with a striped pole, or wander past a tree sporting a trunk warmer growing in a neighborhood near you. On this episode of Craft Sanity, we're going to hear from the women responsible for this latest street art trend. They're working moms who moonlight as gangsta graffiti knitters. Acrylic 35 and Polycotton 32 are the founders of Nitta, a 10-member crew of yarn and needle-toting graffiti artists who are tagging the streets of Houston, Texas with vibrant knitted art. They'll take just about anything from beer bottles and door handles to telephone poles, street lamps, and super tall statues. So grab some of that cheap acrylic yarn that's taking up precious space in your stash and knit a stripy rectangle during the show. Stitch a little freestyle as you listen to this tale of two gangsta knitters and their crafty crew. By the end, you might be inspired to form a crew of your own and take your knitting to the streets. Stick around after the Nitta interview for information about the latest Craft Sanity contest and learn how you can enter to win a copy of One Skein, 30 Quick Projects to Knit and Crochet by Lee Radford. But first things first, it's time to roll with the Nittas. Thanks so much for doing the interview. I think this is going to be really fun. Um, and I like We're to... a little slow. It's only because we had a very late <laughs> And we, we'll get to that because I do want to hear all about this, uh, the uh, adventures of St. Patrick's Day uh, tagging that it sounds like you guys had big plans for that um well if we can start out by um i'd like to i know that you have secret identities here um which we will be respectful of but can you tell us who you are and you know as much as you care to reveal like maybe an age um you know where what city you live in and um you know how you guys came to form the nittas so one of you can go first you just go ahead and whoever wants to jump in Okay. Well, acrylic says, <laughs> I'm acrylic, and I'm 35, the mother of one, a single mom, work full-time, uh, actors, ADHD, <laughs> I can't stand to work on anything for longer than, you know, a couple of days, which, which, which was a very good segue into this 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 new found excitement for us instant gratification the instant gratification of knitted <laughs> graffiti <laughs> and you guys are ba- are you guys both in the same city we're live- all in um, Houston Texas and, and more specifically in the Montrose area okay okay and uh Polly Catton if you want to introduce yourself as well Okay, um, I'm Polly Cotton. I'm the mother of three. I'm 32. Um, I'm full-time, uh, what do I do? <laughs> I am a very busy person. <laughs> but I don't really know what I do. I own a shop, a clothing shop, and um, that keeps me busy, along with soccer practice and all that. Okay. And um, Acrylic, do you work outside your house, or do you have a business you run? or? Well, no, I work uh, um the M through F eight to five thing at an architecture firm. Okay. And uh, and then I also do a small crafting business out of out of my house. And you know I lose the, use the term business very loosely. It's a show at craft at various craft markets and whatnot. And I have have some things in a couple of friends' shops. Okay. Things that you can make in two days or less. Things that I can make in two days or less. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, if you can um, kind of fill us in on the history of uh, the Nittas. Like, whose idea was this? It was kind of instantly both of ours. And how long ago? Kind of this eureka moment for both of us. And, and like, when was... Hey, you've got a lot of unfinished projects, and hey, why don't we do uh, this door handle? And all of a sudden, we just started thinking about more and more things that we could tag in a graffiti sense. And we just kind of got the giggles just from that. And then one night, <laughs> we just decided to do it. And... Well, the first one was a stop sign pole. It, it was a, near my, my business, so I actually got to see people's reaction to it, and people would go out and touch it and look at it, and I thought, we're on to something. We should do some more of this. <laughs> and how how long ago was that first door handle? Oh, Before God. Halloween. 
Like, yeah, last October sometime. And so you guys just decided one night, hey, let's wrap some of these old pro- or unfinished projects around, or did you construct something specifically to go around that handle? We 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 uh we did the handle from scratch and the and the stop sign pole and then um the same night that we went out and did the the stop sign pole we ha- I had um pieces of of things that I'd gotten bored working on and just bound off and we wrapped those around a couple of poles um near a nearby record store we we wrapped one third of a a third of a baby blanket that I got tired of working on <laughs> and wrapped that around a tree in Memorial Park and <laughs> It's a little of both. So that was, you know, um, all one night that you brought out your extra stuff, the same night as the door handle and the, the stop sign pole? Basically all around, within within a couple of days. Okay. We'd constructed little tags to go on them so they'd actually be tags. So you have a calling card. We do have a calling card. Yeah. And, and the name, uh, how long did it take you to come up with the name, the Nitta Please uh you know, uh, t- that would be your label when you... About you know, two beers, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe three beers. Yeah. <laughs> I'd actually thought about um, using that and making T-shirts a couple of years ago, just when I started uh, knitting, or a few years ago when I started knitting, and it, you know, never came to fruition, and then I went, this is perfect for that. Now we get to use it. So you've been sitting, for, you're waiting for an opportunity, it sounds like, for waiting a long for, time. Sitting on that one for a really long time, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so how did you come up with the, your nicknames, your, or basically not nicknames, your aliases that you all have in the group? Well, we decided, I don't know, we decided that if we were going to make this a, a, a gangster kind of thing, a, a graffiti thing, that we needed to have writer names like, um, you know, graffiti artists do. So we did a little research online and went and looked up some graffiti crews and looked at all the different people's names, all the tag names that were on everything and sort of took that, those ideas and, and the ways that, the way they spell things and with the different, you know, incorrect spellings of, of other, of other words and, and sort of meshed that with knitting terms and emphasis on different syllables and acrylic right (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know hip-hop um you know rap star name star names and spun those around a little bit and so is this something like are the two of you into kind of gangster rap or uh is this kind of stepping outside um what you know kind of taking a walk on the wild side a little bit for you guys I know I listen to everything. Yeah, and and I and I, I love old hip hop. So, so this wasn't too far out of the realm for you. Not that much of a step out. <laughs> okay. No. Um, and what is so you had you the two of you started this, and then how did you decide? I mean, how did you start to accumulate more members? Well, started with friends that you know you know we started thinking, okay, who do we know that knits? You know, it's kind of started with that as well, and then as we wanted to do the bigger projects, we asked, uh, you know, we brought in more people. But then also there were people that found out about it that wanted to be in the group that we knew. And so we just kind of revealed our identity and said, okay, you want to come along? And they were thrilled. I think that's how uh, Wolfful or the Loop Dog. Loop Dog. Loop Dog came in that way. <laughs> so, so you do reveal your identity. Obviously, if you're talking to somebody about possibly joining the gang, they have to know who you are. Um, do you guys tag in disguise, or after dark, or how does that work? We do it at nighttime. Usually, we usually go out at night, and, and you know, and it involves going out and having beers. Also, you got to keep it fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hence our hoarse voices. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we really don't have Kim Carnes' voices during the week. <laughs> we sound completely different Monday through Friday. Yeah, it's really high pitched during the week. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we don't, we don't tag in disguise, though. I figure it would probably stand out more if we did it in disguise. The idea is that we don't want to be caught doing it. So you so. just look like a normal person. Yeah, we look like normal people. And then we usually have... Friends of Nitta's that come along that help us do it so we can do it quickly and put it on. Okay. We have a photographer that um, is sort of part of the Nitta group, and she's been taking pictures of everything and documenting it. We're really lucked out on that one. Yes. Yeah, and she's not part of the – she's not knitting, though. She's just documenting. Yeah. Okay. 
And she's already does that. She documents graffiti artists, so we this just is right up her alley then. Yeah. She's happy, we're happy. And so I know that um gangs beat people in. Do you knit people in to your gang? <laughs> uh, we really haven't had any sort of initiation process except um, hey, do you want to do it? And we commit to knitting a lot of things. <laughs> that, that's the initiation yeah. process. But it sounds like you're not really recruiting. You're you're trying to keep it manageable, or are you open to members? You know, have you had to turn people away? Oh yeah, yeah, we have, and 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 we really battle with that issue because it, it'd be nice to be able to tell everyone, well, you know, come aboard, come on. Have fun, but we it, it's not manageable. It's, That's what uh, happens in uh, you know other cities. There's people from all over. I mean, as far as Canada and the UK that want to be part of this, and I would love to have them be part of this that we're doing. But I just don't know how we'd exactly control it. So have people started up their own kind of copycat gangs uh, in other cities? Yeah, they have, and I think that's pretty great. Yeah, and are yeah, you guys I made a statement? Uh, um, I made a statement on our, on our MySpace site, a little blog up that said, you know, hey, look, you know, we can't copyright knitting and we can't copyright graffiti. <laughs> um, you know, it's just it's it's a cool new fun thing um, when you put them together, and and everyone should definitely do it. But just like graffiti crews, you know, there's not one giant international graffiti crew. Right. There are multiple crews all over the world in different cities. So. Just come up with your own crew name, come up with your own tag names, and go for it. We welcome submissions, though. I mean, the idea is that on our website we'd like to be able to show pictures of other things that are happening in other cities, at least be connected that way. One of the things I'm really interested in is how you, um, do you get together, I'm trying to figure out how the group organizes here, do you get together and knit things or do you knit things individually and then just come together to tag? How does that work? Yeah, that's exactly how we do it. Uh, we come up with projects like, uh, I go back to the bridges because that was really the biggest project and def- definitely the most satisfying for all of us. We had, we required to come up with two six foot, um, knitted, uh, pieces that would button or tie. And the idea is that we were going to wrap these, uh, light poles on the bridges that go over our 59 freeway. And there's, there's four of them. We had enough to wrap three of them. And, uh, Everyone did it, and everyone had their own unique style. It was kind of fun, and then each one was tagged, and we, you know, the ones that you did, you named it, you know, you put your name on the back of the tags. And and they were six foot piece, six foot by what? Like how? About eighteen, twenty inches. Wow. In width. It took a while. We were on what eighteen needles first time. We were on fifteens. Oh wow! (laughs) You guys might want to move up to the thirty-two. Yeah, (laughs) thirty-five. Yeah, <laughs> with three strands of yarn. <laughs> oh wow! And and so you just say, hey, everyone meet at a certain time, bring your stuff, and go out, do your yeah. thing, and then kind of sit back and uh, have a couple drinks after that. After yeah. that, right? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever run into any snags with people? Um, maybe have you ever been caught in the act of tagging? Um, we tagged a tree on the uh, running track near Rice University. Okay. <laughs> One night, we just had a, um, um, our fellow member, Masculinity, made this really giant piece, and it was perfect to fit around a tree, so we decided to go to Rice and put it you know, on the running track. And as we're, you know, six of us, <laughs> 10 o'clock at night, trying to put this thing around this tree, the uh, Rice cops drove by. Then turned around and parked in a little driveway a couple of blocks down and just sort of watched us for a little while. I'm not sure they knew exactly what was going on or whether or it was what something. they'd arrest us for. Or like, what are you doing over there? Put that yarn away. <laughs> Drop the needle. Drop the yarn. <laughs> but, yeah, that was about that, that was about as close as. And as then we, we had found. we had the fan. You know, that was a positive. Once we were caught. Um, doing trees on a boulevard here in Houston, and this woman uh, parked her car and got out, and we didn't know if she was gonna, what she was going to say, but she ended up saying, I've been following you. I'm so excited about this. I can't believe I caught you. You know, <laughs> she just, It was not like she was starstruck or something. We felt really happy about that. So she wrapped the piece around her then instead no, of the tree? No. no. Like, what, where's your car? <laughs> no, we'll give you an antenna. <laughs> but don't look. <laughs> Turn around. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real surprise. 
<laughs> so you have a growing fan base, it sounds like. People are... It's all, what kind of reactions are you... I mean, obviously, that's an extreme case where someone's like, you know, almost idol worship where someone really loves what you're doing. But um, yeah, what do you, what do you normally... Email, calendar out. Yeah. <laughs> the lovely ladies of Nitter. <laughs> and man. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what kind of reaction... I mean, obviously, there's been quite a bit of press, um, you know, that you guys are getting across the country with just people hearing about what's going on in Houston, but what kind of reaction do you get from the locals? It's been, I, you know, all of the uh, reaction has been, for the most part, positive, very positive. Um, you know, there have been a couple of cases where we found a couple of pieces in the trash can. Oh. Uh, we found an antenna on the ground right after we had tagged, and, and, and who knows what happened last night, because <laughs> we got a lot of antennas last night, and... and the the big crowds that come in for St. Patty's Day know, they, are you know from all out in the burbs and I don't, they, they probably don't get it get it or know. understand it. But yeah, you know, my my husband jokes he calls it the social phenomenon that's happened to us because really it it's because we have tags on them we are hearing people's reaction we get uh, emails every day from people that have seen it or you know talk about seeing it you know I think we tagged a restaurant and somebody was. Dinner with Nitta. Oh, yeah, dinner, dinner with a side of Nitta. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we hear it from everywhere. and I think that's, you know, that's what keeps us going. We, we, get, we get requests. Yeah. We oh, do. people say come and tag over here. Yeah, I have a 1987 Monte Carlo, and it's always parked in front of blah, blah restaurant. My antenna is very cold. I sure would like to wake up on my birthday and have an antenna cozy on my truck in Kima, Texas. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you going to pay for our gas? So do you guys actually, if someone requests something, I mean, do you actually do, I mean, do you steer away from that? Because a lot of what you we have. Yeah. We, 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 don't, we can't do all of them, but, but we have done a few. It's fun. It's gratifying. Especially if you know it's going to be appreciated. Exactly. Which Which brings me to my next question here. I know that... Some knitters have a hard time giving away knitted gifts, um, especially if they think the person is not going to appreciate it. Now, what you guys are doing is, I mean, a lot of faith comes into play here because you're, you're, you're spending time knitting things and then you're putting them out there in the public sphere and you don't know what kind of reaction it's going to get. Is it difficult to walk away from something that you've spent time knitting and leave it exposed to the elements and have no idea how the person, you know, what people are going to do once you walk away? Oh, well, I think that we knew that that was going to happen going into this, and I think that was an exciting element as well. Yes, we have walked away. I think the bridges were up for about a week, and after that, just that was emotional, what we put into that, and walking away and seeing it taken off uh, so quickly was a little bit hard. But then we got emails from people saying, you know, I think people looked at it as free art. People were taking them down and then taking one off for their wife, and, <laughs> I, you know, so I think pe- there were fans that were taking it off, mostly. So people, do you have collectors out there that are? We're searching eBay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yet. Nothing yet on eBay. Yeah. So, so you think it wasn't really city officials or anything that took it off? It was people that thought, hey, that's cool. I'm going to take it before someone else does. Um, I think for the most part it was. There, there were a couple left on the bridges after about three weeks. And then I think there were three of them left, one on each bridge. Um, and those were the ones that stayed up the longest. And after about three weeks, all of a sudden in one day, they were all three gone, and my guess there is that a you know city worker or something said, "Okay, this is enough," and took them down. And those may have been the one that in, the ones that ended up in a trash can. Um, also, when we went out for Valentine's Day from Did Heights Boulevard, we did um, four or five trees and a couple in the boulevard right across the street, right across from this park, and they all were down within about twelve hours. Really. So, 12, 20 hours, 12 to 20 hours probably. They were all down. Um, and I think it, it, it must have happened um, simultaneously as far as them coming down. And we're, we're guessing, we haven't heard any feedback as far as, I got one. I'm guessing it was the Heights Association. Yeah, I think it's a highly maintained boulevard. And uh, some people want to keep it that way. And I think that's what we're learning more and more is that um, – you know, we try not to do the places that are going to be uh, surveillance. That you know, Rice University was a perfect example. I mean, it was up for a little while. There were people that saw it the next day, but it was taken off. I know by you know the university cops. 
The man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And what I know people on your tag, you're asking people, hey, tell us, you know, respond. And you give your, your isn't it an email and also a website address on your tag? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Web, the website URL and the MySpace URL on the tag. And so you're encouraging people to respond to you. And do you get, do you find that you get tons of comments from people that find something or see it? Even if they don't take it, they just respond and say, hey, I saw this. Yeah, we get a, we 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 get we get a, quite a few of those, and and uh, and and that's fine. It's really it's really exciting to read through those things. Now, when when the uh, things like the press article or the Chronicle article and things like that come out, then it gets a tad overwhelming. We all of a sudden have you know two hundred messages to respond to, in within a couple of days time. Oh wow! So it might not necessarily be people who saw what you did, but just people who heard about it and think it's cool and want to tell you that. Right. Have you ever had gotten any hate mail? People who take the time to tell you they don't like knitting or something. I don't know if people are that passionate on the reverse end of this. That would be a hard argument. Like, how dare you put a knitted piece on my tree? <laughs> like, cut it off then. But honestly, I think the only negative aspect was with the name, and that was um, only two people out of a thousand uh, emails that we've gotten. Yeah, those were letters to the editor at the Houston Press, actually. They didn't come directly to us. Oh, these are people that took issue with um, Knit a Please, the name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what, what um, obviously it sounds like you guys aren't trying to, you're not setting out to be offensive um, to people, but what was, what is um, the problem that people have then? It, it's, it's, it's just that. They're looking at it literally, and I don't even think either one of them read thoroughly the entire article or they wouldn't have taken it that way at all. They just read the title of the article, Knit a Please, and they're incredibly, you know, offended. And and it, and it's not meant that way at all. I mean, it's an obvious play on words, but it's it's putting a positive spin on something that's got a negative connotation. You know, it's it's making it funny, and it's making it, it's just putting a different spin on it. And it sounds like you had, I mean, you were thinking about a way to kind of incorporate that for a couple of years. So you put some serious thought, obviously, into this. And it wasn't to uh, just a flip remark one night um, after a couple of beers deciding to call yourself this. You do, you, we're made up. I mean, the knitters themselves are made up of a wide range diverse of people. Group. Diverse group <laughs> of people. And that would be, you know... The last thing that would ever come out, you know, racism would be the last thing that would ever come out of this group, um, even on an individual basis with each member. Um, and, the, and the fan base, there's just, it's too wide-ranging. It's, it's, that's not what we're about at all. So it sounds like what, really what you're doing is you're playing up the whole, um, like a positive gang, you know, I mean, because obviously most right. gangs are not out to do good usually, um, right. and, and you're bringing smiles instead of guns, you know, I mean, so yeah, yeah, yarn and, and yarn and, and knives, knives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think we, I think we can move on from there, and I, I think uh, if, if you know people take offense, it's not that you've only received two, you said two complaints, and they weren't even directly to you. So obviously, um, majority of your responses have been. Overwhelmingly positive, and how much how much mail do you get? You said like two hundred is an extreme case, but do you have a regular stream of email coming in? Um, um, Polly answers the emails from the website, and I answer all the messages and friend requests on MySpace. Okay, so all together, I would say on our email, I'm getting it depends, maybe average ten a week, fifteen a week now with no press, but mm-hmm. when. When something goes on, like even like a blog or something, it ends up that we get double that. Yeah, I'll get two or, th- two or three messages a day or so on the MySpace site, and sometimes they're from new people, and sometimes they're from the people that have been on there on the friends list for since the beginning, and they keep you know keep tabs and keep in touch and send little funny remarks and funny comments. Did you ever think that it would get when the two of you were just coming up with this idea and decide to start doing it um, back in the fall? I mean. Did you ever imagine that it would media from across the country would be calling to talk about it? And no, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Yeah, absolutely not. This little hobby has became a big part of our lives now. 
Well, and how often are you, how much time are you, I mean, because you're both very busy, your mother's with jobs, and, you know, you like to knit, but how much time do you spend preparing, and how often are you going out tagging? Um, the, uh, the tagging doesn't happen as often as I'd, li- I'd like it to, but the preparation and the, the behind-the-scenes work happens a lot more often than it should. <laughs> A lot of things in our lives are neglected. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I'm, I'm looking in Acrylic's apartment right now, and she's got the same yarn on the same couch. And we're all, like, we have these abundant amounts of loud, colorful yarn everywhere in our house. And Nasty, cheap yarn yeah. that you would never buy for anything Never, else. never. You'd never make a scarf out of this stuff. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask you what kind of yarn you're using because I'm thinking you're probably not using, like, cashmere um, and uh, mohair to put out there on these holes, but what kind of stuff do you knit with? Is it all acrylic type of stuff? or? Well, there's a lot of stuff that's come out of our own stashes that, that you know, we've had before, and we'll use that to blend in with other stuff, but then we'll we'll take the trip to, to Walmart and, you know, spend, Lobby Lobby. spend 50 bucks or what, whatever on, on the most inexpensive acrylic yarns and things that they have there. We, we go garage sailing and thrift store. It's so fun thrifting. to find a thrift store yarn. And then and we've gotten some yarn donations. Yeah, we've gotten two hefty bags of uh, yarn donations. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And so, we're still welcoming, welcoming them. Oh, yes. Begging for them. Yes. Because <laughs> it really, you know, it's as, uh, as fun as this is, it, it's become a commitment. It's time and money and knitting and, you know. It's. It would be nice if there was some some relief off. Of Somebody wants to donate those. a knitting machine. That'd be fabulous. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Wouldn't that take some of the fun out of it, though? Well, or is it more fun the tagging? Yeah, you couldn't do all, all the little pieces that, that we do on on a machine. <laughs> I would, and, and I wouldn't want to. It is fun hand doing all these things. Yeah, and, making something for something in particular. But you know, say we want to cover an entire building one day, we obviously couldn't knit that by hand. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you can kind of run down a list of the things you've ta- the different things you've tagged so far, and maybe not complete list, but just some for instances. Like we know you do car antennas, you do trees and, and pole uh, street lamps and uh sign poles. Door handles. We've done a we we uh, we came up with our own little pattern for long neck beer bottles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um and we've done coasters for bars. Um on New Year's Eve we took out uh I went and bought a batch of cheap lighters and then made little cozies, little jackets for each of the lighters <laughs> and tiny miniature tags to hang off of them. And, on the, of course, on the back it had a little disclaimer that says, please remove cozy, lighter from cozy before lighting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, acrylic yarn is flame retardant, but it may melt and stick to your hand. Or some guy lights himself on fire. <laughs> yeah, oh, goodness. That wouldn't be fun. Yeah. Go to jail. Yeah, you don't want it. You want to stay out of jail. You can keep. So it sounds well, like you. More importantly, we don't want to hurt anyone. Right, exactly. That would run kind of against your code. It sounds like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you've everything from the smallest thing. It sounds like would be the the lighter cozy. Mm-hmm. It was the largest thing. The bridge, that the bridges that you. Well, those, yeah, those were those were large, but we also did a project where um, we have an art duo here in in Houston um, called the Art Guys. Okay. And they have two giant statues of themselves that are over near the Art League Houston. Oh, I did see that, but I, could, I didn't get a sense for exactly how big those statues are. So they're, uh, they're 14 feet and 15 feet. Oh, my goodness. And we did two 24-foot scarves. Wow. Was placement pretty hard for that, uh, getting the scarf on to the statue? Yeah, it was uh, a ladder and some lassoing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the person with the best balance go up the ladder? <laughs> She did did happen to be, Acrylic did happen to be the person that lassoed it. (laughs) That had to be just an amazing sense of accomplishment that night. That was a fun night. (laughs) Of course, that was a a little setback from the street, and and at the time it was behind a construction fence, and uh, we had permission from the Art League to be inside their construction fence, and they told us where they had a ladder hidden and that we could use it, and so, you know, we all got in behind the fence and got the ladder up, and it was a little less, um, there was a little less of a sense of urge, um, urgency. Right, you weren't sneaking, you had kind of permission to be there. We had, well, well and, and we didn't have to hurry. I see. 
So I didn't have to fall off the ladder. So you didn't have to go to the ER to <laughs> tap off the evening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, how do you guys decide what to tag? Um, do you put it to a vote and everyone has a vote or just everyone says, hey, you know, come up with a list and it's pretty informal? Yeah, it's more a roundtable kind of thing than, 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 a, than a democracy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is still democratic, but, but it's not a vote kind of thing. We just, you know, people yell out ideas, and, and then we'll go, oh, that one sounds great. Okay, well, let's do that next, and, and let's sit down and dimension it and, and, and plan it out, and we'll decide what everybody needs to knit. Okay, everybody needs to knit such and such, you know, amount of this size kind of thing, and we'll all come together the week before and, and crochet them all together. So do you go out and actually pre-measure things, or do you just kind of yeah. estimate yeah, yeah, some things we do. You have yeah, to. yeah, and and so is that kind of you have to kind of be walking with a you know a measuring tape kind of in your pocket and wait till no one's looking or how, or how <laughs> what it, what is that like? <laughs> you jump out of a car and measure a tree you know <laughs> um, yeah it's just we, I think we we I stopped uh, I drive over the bridges over fifty nine every day on my way to work so I stopped and walked and and measured the circumference on a lamppost. Oh, okay. And and then emailed everyone. All right, six feet by eighteen inches. Okay. So. And so do people? Um, you just kind of do that, and no one really paid any attention. That you noticed? No, it's it's maybe not as bad as New York City, but people don't tend to pay too much attention here. Yeah. yeah really. <laughs> no one knew what we were doing when we were at the first stop sign. They just, no one really cared. Like we were crazy. <laughs> Now, do all the things, the items that you wrap for the, like the larger pieces, like trees and lampposts and stuff, is do you put you put buttons on so they can be unfastened, or do you tie some of them on? It's a mixture. Um, if we have the time, we we put mostly we put buttons, but some pieces, you know, either you they they need a bit of tying as well just to wrap around it completely. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it looks like you're, you know, putting a sweater that's too small on and trying to button it. And oh. It kind of looks, you know, like it needs to be fastened more. So we'll tie it. But for the most part, these things are removable. You, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're always that's, removable. You want it to be, I mean, as far as easily removed, it's not something that they need to, to totally hack it to shreds to get it off. They can... No, yeah, this is... It can be taken off pretty quickly. And depending so, on the amount of knots, they may need a pair of scissors. Yeah. But. Well, you don't want to make it too easy because it sounds like you want people to, you want to enjoy it, enjoy your handiwork up there. Um, have people? Have you heard people talking about the nittas and not really revealed that you're one of them? Yes. Yeah. I, I just experienced that a couple. Uh, you know, uh, again, a couple of weeks ago at my my daughter's soccer practice. <laughs> and what was that like? I was knitting, watching. Oh no. Soccer practice. <laughs> And uh, the lady next to me next to me asked me what I was knitting, and I said I was working on 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 something for my craft company. And she goes, "Oh, have you seen that? Did you see that Houston Chronicle article about that those girls that are knitting and with graffiti and doing graffiti with their knitting?" I go, "I know, I saw that. Isn't that wild?" <laughs> that was so crazy. We learned to be such good liars. I suck at that too. I, I think all of us have been in that situation where, oh, do you know about them? And I instantly just—it's written on my face. Uh, no, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and when people, I'll be knitting something in public, and for some reason I can't say I'm knitting a scarf. I'm always like, oh, I don't know what I'm knitting. Started. <laughs> I'm like sitting here like for hours not knowing what I'm knitting. Especially if it's a really large piece, and they're like. Yeah. Normally, people would say blanket or scarf. <laughs> Just think uh, something rectangular. Wow. I what I'm working on. <laughs> There's one member in the knitted group that she says every time it's mentioned to her or she's approached, she's always like, "What are you talking about? That's her. That's her blanket." <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that sounds completely idiotic. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, have you ever had someone say something disparaging? Because while people say, "Oh, did you hear about that group?" Um, but has anyone ever said, you know, I think that's really ridiculous? Or, I mean, because that would be kind of weird to not defend yourself. You know what I mean? Because if you can't defend some people yourself. people hate freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there are some people that don't get it. If there's anything, there's that. You know, like, what's the point? I, got, I tagged my brother's truck, and he lives in Fort Worth, Texas. And he said that uh, he, um, 
people, he doesn't even know how to explain it to people, really. He's like, uh, my sister knitted and it, oh, well, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I guess somebody put that there. So he knows that you're a knitter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, okay. he, and I was, that was kind of our first bit of excitement because his neighbors, and that's a four hour, that's four hours from Houston, and his neighbors knocked on his door and said, you were tagged by the knitters, which I thought was exciting that all the way over there, they know. Oh, that they know who, who you were. Did he know? Yeah. About, I mean, before that, did he know what you were doing? My brother? Yeah, did, when, did he know, did it make sense to him when he saw the antenna? Did he, like, oh, yeah, this is what that group does that my sister's in, or was he kind of like, what, you know? No, I think, I think it did make sense to him. He's a, a very strong f- supporter of it. Yeah, well, that's he, in cool. In fact, he started knitting. Really? So he might even be a member, a, a long-distance member, a member. He might have his own crew? Yeah. His own crew in Fort Worth. So it sounds like you guys aren't really... He's a doctor, too. That'll be really <laughs> rebellious. So that was the thing that got him knitting? Is the antenna? Uh-huh. Was that the the antenna, um, the tagging that happened to him? Was that what got him going knitting? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's just the whole energy of it all. He'll come during certain... He'll come in town during certain events, and there's, you know, there's just some great energy. It's a, gr- a big group effort, and I think it maybe just rubbed off. He finally was like, I want to knit. And so every time he comes to my house, he's, you know, this big guy that's knitting on my couch now. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. How many items would you say you guys have tagged? Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Hundreds of antennas. I, I, I couldn't even count at this point. You know, because we're also, different knitters will, will take, you know, business trips or pleasure trips or wherever, um, and then take pieces with them and and hang them in other states and take pictures and yeah, acrylic tagged in New York. I tagged Las Vegas, and um, we had a uh, loop dog was in Baltimore and in Utah. Oh, I tagged California, mm-hmm. San Francisco. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. So you guys are wherever you go, things will be tagged. Yeah, we have a few out of towners right now, and and uh, and they took their St. Patty's Day tags with them. We're tagging wherever they went. And we take pictures. Like, I, I put it on a handle to a, a slot machine. And then uh, I guess there's uh, this hotel that has, like, statues of, you know, like reproduction statues in the lobby, like, tons of them. And I put a hat on one of them. And that was kind of funny. It was instantly taken off. <laughs> but I took a picture. Yeah, and probably taken a picture by a slot machine. Did you have security come out of the woodwork? No, because, you know, it looks so unthreatening. I just kind of, like, put, you know, was sitting there with a friend, and I put it on, and no one really saw it. And then I took a picture of her, sort of, next to it, and <laughs> we got away with it. Well, that's cool. So it sounds like you guys are taking the fun wherever you land. Very cool. Yeah. And do you have, like, a proudest moment for your group, that the thing that you're like, wow, that was awesome? You know, one, I don't know if there's one thing that just suppresses everything else. I'd say that was the the, the bridges. That's bridge. probably our favorite project so far. It just looks so great, you know. Three bridges covered in hot pink, six foot hot pink wraps. You could see them from the freeway, and you could, if you were on one bridge, you could see the other bridges. So, Did you get any press coverage for that? Um, well, different blog spots, and and uh, and the pictures have shown up in in in. Uh, in, in different things since then, like smaller papers or people's websites or whatnot. We haven't had any, we didn't get a specific article off of that project. But it sounds like you, that's not really what you're going for because you guys are doing your thing and, you know, if people want to talk to you about it, great, but you guys are getting your kicks out of this. And I mean, I can see why. It seems very, um, oh, yeah, the press so fun. attention is just sort of an added benefit. Yeah. yeah it was a total surprise, actually. <laughs> and I, I did not think this, this would interest press people or media people, but. Well, it sounds like you're, uh, you know, you've made a way to. Part of me, what? That is a big, beautiful moth. That is a big moth. Bizarre. Oh, you guys have a moth <laughs> flying around. You know what? No, I brought this moth in the other day because I thought it was dying and I was going to save it for my daughter when she got back from spring break. And obviously, it's not dead because I'm looking right now where I put it and it's not there. Yeah, it's now on your couch flying around. There it is. <laughs> Sorry about that. So it'll start. It, She's wearing a white T-shirt, and all of a sudden, it looked like she had a pendant on her. T-shirt. I'm like, what in the world? Is that? It just landed on your shirt. The, the silence of the lambs going on. <laughs> I know. 
Well, I guess it can't light anywhere too long because you guys will put a, a scarf on it or something, you know. <laughs> we might tag it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Come here, Mothy, Mothy, Mothy. <laughs> We've never done that. So, <laughs> leg warmer. <laughs> so do you guys ever plan to stop tagging? I mean, is this something that you're addicted to now and you think you'll have to just keep doing it? When the arthritis sets in. <laughs> yeah, you definitely get some finger pain. When I have to, you know, go on the dole for mom by yarn spending. Yeah, really. Start pawning my CD collection for yarn. Then I may have to stop. Yeah. I mean, right now, it, I don't see an end. I mean, obviously, all, everything has an end, but um, we're having such a good time with it. We're, it's at the height right now. Now, when people ask you, Especially people who don't knit. They may be like, why do these people do this? What is your response to that when people ask you why you do it? Well, we have gotten some messages, and, and I've read, I've gone and, and done a little blog surfing through, you know, I Googled Knitta and, and gone and surfed blogs and read a bunch of stuff, and there has been a little bit of, well, that sounds funny, but I don't understand. You know, why would why? you want to knit something and then just give it away? I don't, I don't get it. And, you know, I'm like, well, why do you watch dumb television shows every Tuesday night? Why, why, why do you eat a McDonald's? Why do you, why do you do anything? Because you, you do something because it makes you laugh and, it, and, and you have a good time with it and it makes other people smile too and, and why not run with it? Why only do things in your life that you have to do? Why not do something that you want to do and makes you happy also? Yeah, that was one. One person was wondering why we didn't just make sweaters and put uh, or blankets for the homeless. Why right. we put our talent to good use? Yes. Oh, so they thought that this why was unworthy. You? <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I, I, I gave time for Katrina victims. I, I gave money. Yeah, I, I do things like that a lot. We do also. our Good Samaritan stuff, but well, I guess some of these people could they could have took a six foot piece off the bridge and. Gave it, we made it into a blanket and gave it to a homeless person. And you know, taking they, it downtown and yeah. laid it over a homeless person. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't need blankets in Houston. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Would take it off and be like, give me some AC. Hey. <laughs> well, that, that works upstate, up north, but not here. So I guess in your defense, the homeless people are staying pretty warm in your area. Yeah. For the most part, there may be a couple of nights a year. Yeah. Where they might need a blanket here. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like the, the, probably the only situation where the knitters might mix it up with some people um, is if you know people are getting into it with you guys about um, not not you know the, the merits of what you're doing. Yeah, the way I guess they're they, for some some people you know they, I don't they don't really understand it so they they need to have that needs to have some sort of a cause. It needs to have a context or something, and uh, I just. You know, I guess people aren't comfortable with the social expression, and that's sort of what it is. I think there are serious elements to what we do, and we're enjoying it for that reason. And, uh, you know, I guess people don't understand why we would spend so much time doing something that doesn't seem to have... I mean, I'm guessing that if we knitted tree cozies and put them on hangers and put price tags on them and sold them in the local boutique, then there wouldn't be that need for the context or the reasoning behind it. It would be instantly understandable because we were doing it for money. And it, so you think that's where people have... And that's why people are so confused by it? I guess. <laughs> well, this is a... Um, unfortunately, we live in a very consumer-driven uh, society, but, um, yeah, it is unfortunate that it would take that... that you guys having a big bank roll off <laughs> you know, <laughs> for people to understand. It would be nice to think we would. <laughs> we haven't, so you haven't ruled haven't that out. Yeah. yeah, none of us are... Are money savvy. <laughs> well, I guess it'd be kind of you kind of be outing yourself if you started selling them, um, you know, in your craft, uh, you know, oh, business, yeah. and you know, they'd be like, oh, hmm, knitter, yeah. They could maybe make that link, but um, so it, it. Now, do you consider this art, or because there's that whole art first craft debate? What do you guys think you're doing? How do you define the act of knitting um, in, in the public display of your work? Is that art or craft? I would definitely think it's more art than craft. It's just it's just art that happens to involve a craft. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. It um, fiber art. Fiber art. Um, I'm I'm really hesitant to use the word craft sometimes. Um, you use the word craft and you instantly think of quilted Bible covers or or uh, <coughs> um, dream catchers. <laughs> 
I think of googly eyes glued onto broomsticks. <laughs> um, you know, we've just we've taken we've taken knitting and and made it something different and 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 shown that you can you can do something a little more exciting and edgy with it and and we've taken graffiti and put more positive spin on that and and uh and I don't know that we any of us actually consider ourselves artists at all we didn't go into it thinking thinking that way either but you know I have no problem thinking of it as you know public street art and it, and it's not, it's not destructive the way that other public street art is because if someone spray paints the side of a building, a lot of money goes into covering it up, removing it. Yeah, you don't need paint thinner for what we do. <laughs> Have you guys ever knitted with anything that was not yarn, any non-traditional materials? I knit with plastic bags. Yeah, have you gone out and been done too. tagged with that? No, no, no. But I do use some, uh, I've got um, a bunch of kitchen twine that I got from my grandmother's house, and I'll add that in sometimes. I see. And do you use the same, uh, any special patterns as far as the stitch goes? Do you guys have a preference? Do you like to knit or purl more? Um, most of the stuff that we do is um, stockinette, so it's, you know, both. A little both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I actually did a piece the other day with my very first cable. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And where did you put that? I haven't put it yet. We're saving that one for New York. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll okay. get it out. And do you guys use uh, straight needles or circulars? What do you prefer? Where's my dog? She's here. Okay. Straight needles. <laughs> Straight needles. Well, there's a couple of girls that use the circulars. Guess it's just preference. They don't really knit. They're not knitting in the round, though. Just knitting straight, but on circulars. Because everything's basically like a rectangular or square shape to kind of wrap around something. Yeah. For the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the antenna cozies are probably... For the hats. But, yeah, the hats. Those would be the two different ones. And for the antenna cozies, do you guys put buttons on those, or are those just tied on? Um, that, those are um, closed up. They're closed up, so they just slide. It's a tube. Oh, okay. So you're knitting a tube. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it just slides right on. And what advice do you have for folks out there that are listening and they think, geez, this sounds really cool. I want to start a group in my area with my friends. Oh, I don't know. Just, you know, do it. There's really no advice. There's, um, you know, I guess I would stay out of people's yards you know, don't go, don't bust in on private property. Don't, don't make it a negative thing, you know. Don't, uh, don't take it and run with it in a direction that ruins it for everyone else. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's the only, the only concerns I have. I, you know, I have envisioned, you know, knit a world. <laughs> and then, and then had thoughts of, oh God, someone's going to tag the front of the police station and say, you know, Done by the knitters? Yes. Screw you, pigs. Oh. We don't want that at all. Right, right, right. So you, and also it sounds like if you guys don't, aren't doing, the ones doing this, you want, you encourage groups to have their own, their own name and their own identity. Make up your own crew name. Make up your own tag names. Um, you know, make it your own. And just be responsible for what you do so you guys don't get blamed for. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just, just, yes. Take credit for your own tags. And, and um, take pictures and take and, pictures and send them to us. We'd love to make a page that's you know other knitted graffiti crews. So oh, that sounds like it'd be pretty cool too to mm-hmm. see what other people are doing. And for the since I'm only uh, interviewing two of you from the group, and I know you guys are the founders, but I don't know if you want to give a shout out to the rest of your crew and maybe tell me a little bit about um, kind of like what professions people like walks of life that the other people are coming from, and how many how many people do you have total in your crew? Ten. Ten, okay. And what, it, 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 as far as age range goes, are, they, are you guys all about the same age, or is there a, like a spectrum in there? I think, um, for the most part, it's, well, it's, it's, God, I don't know, how old is Granny Square? Um, Granny Square is actually 70 now. So we go from 22 to 70. 22 to 70. Mm-hmm. And, and the biggest gap being between um, 35 and 70. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I'm 30, I, I'm 35. <laughs> Wolfel and I are both 35, and then we jump up to 70 with now, Granny Square. And Granny Square um, goes out and tags, too? No, she doesn't go out and tag. She says that she wants to, but she's really been so great for the knitting. I mean, every time we have a project, she brings in, you know. A bag full of antennas. A bag full of antennas. And it's funny because she's 
definitely the most experienced. And so she brings these pieces that are like argyle and stuff I've never done before. They're just like amazing uh, pieces of knitted work. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And so she she's kind of, um, is she generating maybe more knitting than some of the, the other people just because she might have more time? Well, maybe a little bit of that, but also it goes fast for her. She can sit there and watch her shows and, you she know. She can probably knit three antennas to my one. Yeah. Wow. You know, she's a woman that made sweaters for her children and socks and all that stuff. Now, how did you guys um, end up with uh, meeting her? Did you already know her and just approach her about being in, in the crew? She's family. She's family. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, that's really great. I mean, I think this also is... It's great to see that there's really no age limit on this. I mean, this is just anybody that can knit, whether you're, you know, young, old, whatever. It's equal opportunities for you guys. Uh, you're receptive to any knitter, it sounds you like. You have to have the right frame of mind. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, the only prerequisite is a slight tinge of insanity. Yeah. Well, I, um, I, as far as projects go, um, is there anything that you guys want to tag that you haven't tagged yet that you're trying to figure out the best way to come up with a pattern for it? Or I don't know if you have any things on your list of things you want to do next. I really want, I want to go bigger. I want to do like a giant light pole. I'm, I would really like to work on something that's like bizarre and huge as far as knitting goes. Like We want to cover the Astrodome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever right, thought yeah, of baby steps to the Astrodome? We'll start with a light pole, <laughs> maybe two, <laughs> maybe a roof. And how how many times a month would you say that you're you're out there tagging stuff? Oh, maybe once or twice. Our big projects, you know, our big nights are only maybe once every month or two, every couple of months. But you know, we'll all we'll say, hey, what are you doing next Friday night? Do you want to go throw some antennas out and have a beer? All right. So it's pretty you know, casual. It's, 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 there, a lot of the nights are just casual. If everybody can make it, great. If only three of us can, great. But we do meet. We meet regularly. We meet once a week. Well, so for our finale here, I'd like to hear about how last night went. That was your big St. Patrick's Day tagging event. What did you guys do? Um, we hit. Well, for uh, first, we, we we met and we had dinner and and, and we uh, finalized um, adding tags to all of our green pieces. And then we hit two of the biggest, probably, Irish pubs here in town. We didn't go inside. There's, I don't think we you know, they have made it inside. Yeah. But but we hit the streets ar- around both of the pubs and got a whole lot of trees and cars. And uh, and and then we we hit um, a, one other place. Um, not not an Irish pub, but <laughs> the the Alabama Ice House here here in town, which is a pretty big icon. And and we did a little tagging around that and, and had a beer and then we rounded out our night our, our night at our local Cheers, yeah, Poison Girl and 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 then crawled home. And do people know like when you guys go and you meet as a group socially? Do they know like if you go to some of the same hangouts, same bars? Do people know who you are, or do you think people are pretty? They have no idea that you guys are the ones doing this. Tagging. Oh, some people do. Yeah, some people know because we're 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 not all that great about keeping secrets. <laughs> but I think, especially you know, just locally, it's inevitable that our friends and family are going to find out, or at least the close friends. Right, because so you have a, know, but... a relative comes over, your husband sees you knitting this big six foot thing that's not a blanket. You know, it's pretty obvious that <laughs> you have to explain this to some people. Yeah. Well, it took me forever to convince my husband to stop telling people. He would just tell it. <laughs> oh, he was. Look, this is supposed to be a secret. <laughs> oh, okay. We finally got it. Stop I'd like you to meet my my wife. Um, she's a knitter. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And it's been really fun. Um, I have to emphasize every day when when daughter of acrylic walks out the front door. Okay, we don't talk about this at school today. Oh, yeah, because I didn't think about that, because you have your... Mummy is a knitter. <laughs> so you have, yeah, so for for kids that are, you know, especially Polly Cotton, you have three. Now, are they old enough to know what, what you're doing? Yeah, they uh, they they do know what I'm doing. And, in fact, that's what's kind of fun about this, because it it's not something that, you know, they've, they've come out tagging with us. So I kind of like it that my kids are seeing this, this you know, this 
thing, this different element to mom, you know, like, uh, my mom's a graffiti artist and <laughs> I'm proud of her. So, you know, my, my, when I grow up, I want to tag too. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, my, my, I think all, uh, well, two of my children now knit and, uh, how old are, how old are your kids? Are. She's 11 and then my son is eight and my three year old thinks she knits, but <laughs> she wraps the yarn around a needle. <laughs> and acrylic, how old is your daughter? She's nine. Nine. Okay, so they're all uh, well, with that, with the exception of the three year old, they're all old enough to, to, and you just have to tell them, don't tell your friends. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, we don't talk about that. This is not something we talk about outside the home. <laughs> but they, you know, they all want names. They oh, all do, want tag names. Do they have tag names? You're still working on that. Po- Polly's son does. Yeah. If not. We gave him Slipknot on the on the website, but he just decided he wants to change his name last night, and it was so great. So we told him he could. He wants to change it to Cartoon Network. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> and he came with he came up that with it all by himself. All by oh yeah, himself. last night watching TV. He oh, you you gotta love that. My name. Well, it sounds like you guys are just having a blast with this, and I think it's it's contagious. Um, as we see more people, uh, you know, you might go to New York with your stuff to, you know, your knitted items to, for tagging and maybe see some other tags popping up over there. We'll see. But um, has anyone tried to say, hey, be careful? Have you anyone shouted, get off my lawn or <laughs> that when you're out there, um, you know, marking trees, you know, not, not marking trees. We, that's a bad image. <laughs> you guys aren't marking trees. You're uh, beautifying the neighborhood there. Um, has anyone given you any trouble? Not yet. Last night, though, one of, a friend Onita that was out with us, so they were uh, walking up and down the street, um, tagging some cars and whatnot, and said some homeless guy <laughs> sitting over on a corner with his bag was looking at them and going, "You know, people just don't do that. <laughs> people don't do that." <laughs> so he turns around and he's like, "Yes, they do. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're looking at it." <laughs> So sometimes you, you get it. <laughs> sometimes you get commentary, but yeah, a little bit of commentary. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, already I, we've had some reaction from St. Patty's Day. The van that was tagged, um, the ice house. Uh, I guess someone called up that I knew said they saw the guy's reaction. He's really, really happy about it. Well, these might be collector's items at some point. I would love to think that. Someone asked us for a certificate of authenticity. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> they, they took one of the pieces off the 59 bridge, and we were a little upset about it because they didn't know whether they should go put it back or not because they didn't want to be the holder of contraband. <laughs> but if it's okay, could they get a certificate of authenticity? And so how do you handle requests like that? Go. I said, chances are if you found something knitted and wrapped around a pole out in public... <laughs> That in itself makes it authentic. <laughs> you can probably be assured that it is a knit a piece. And it probably had a, did it have the tag on there? Um, I, I that don't might know have wore if off. It had the tag or not? It must have because. Oh, I guess so. Well, yeah, because it contacted. Jeez. Well, that's something else. But uh, how would you feel? I mean, if people are, you said you guys check eBay, and how would you feel oh, if that someone's was just a, a joke? Oh, you're yeah, not really I doing that. Those were on there one day and checked it, but yeah. Because it sounds like you, you're looking to put, the, you're not looking for other people to profit since you guys aren't profiting. You know? Oh, I don't, uh, you know. You don't really I think care. It'd be hilarious if someone had it. If we looked one day and saw an antenna cozy on eBay and the bid price was up to 500 <laughs> bucks, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I know. Somebody needs to make some money off of it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really appreciate your, your time today. I don't know if there's anything I didn't ask you that you want to say or anything that you just, uh, you know, any stories you want to share as far as crazy other I adventures? A shout out. I wanted to. Oh, we didn't. We go through our little list of yeah. names. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Woolful. Mm-hmm. Uh, 24 Carat Pearl Necklace. Uh, Luke, Luke Dog. Dog. P-Nitty. Uh, the Notorious NIT. Then there's Granny, Granny Square, Square and Masculinity. And son of a stitch. Son of a stitch, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is the most okay. attitude in the group? I'm sorry? Who is the most attitude? Because, you know, gangs are always... already. <laughs> what <did> you say? <laughs> uh, Okay, never mind. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, I think that uh, we're all kind of... Have a little edge? Know, women with attitude. <laughs> um, knitters with attitude. Knitters yes. With attitude. KWA. 
<laughs> Thanks again. I really appreciate it. And I'll be in contact. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks to the Nittas for giving us a glimpse into the exciting world of graffiti art. Check out craftsanity.com for a knitting crew recipe from acrylic and links to the Nittas site. If you decide to join the forces of knitting graffiti artists, make sure you come up with your own original crew name and don't forget to attach your calling card to the finished piece so your crew gets all the credit. Snap pictures for your graffiti scrapbook and send along a copy to me and the Nittas. We'd love to see what you've been up to. Obviously, common sense should prevail here. Tag safely and responsibly. Please don't blame the Nittas or Craft Sanity if you fall from a tree or get slugged in a bar for trying to slip a cozy on Bruno's Brewski. Tag at your own risk, sisters. Now for that contest information you've been waiting for. Next week, I'm going to be back with a fun interview with Lee Radford, graphic artist, knitwear designer, and author of Alternates. The folks at Interweave Press have agreed to give away a copy of Lee's new book, One Skein, 30 Quick Projects to Knit and Crochet, to one lucky Craft Sanity listener. The book is great because it's packed with projects that can be created with just a single skein of yarn. To take the theme of Lee's book one step further, I'm collecting short how-tos and photos of projects you've made with the little bits of yarn that are left over after those big knitting projects are done. If you're anything like me, you have a stash of yarn and then a mini stash of leftover yarn. What do you do when you have less than a skein left and there's too little to knit a scarf but too much to dump in the trash? To enter the contest, email photos and project ideas of what you've done with those little bits of leftover yarn to jennifer at craftsanity.com. Please include your name and mailing address so I know where to send the book if you win. I'll post photos and project ideas on the website, and uh, the deadline to enter is Saturday, April 8th, so if you haven't made anything from your yarn stash yet, there's still time to whip something up and take a picture. Good luck, everyone. Until next time, craft on. Thanks for listening to the Craft Sanity Podcast with Jennifer Ackerman Haywood. Visit CraftSanity.com for more information about today's guests and links to subscribing to the podcast. Want to support the show? Follow the link to vote for Craft Sanity on Podcast Alley once a month. You can also make a donation or buy goods at the Craft Sanity store. Have a suggestion for a future guest or have other feedback? Email Jennifer at CraftSanity.com. Thanks again for listening to Craft Sanity. 